You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, I'm Sean. And that pause is supposed to be filled in by Julian, but he's not here this week. The reason? I'm not sure. But welcome to Your Two Dads. I'm one dad, and this week I'm going to be alone. And if it was like the last time I did an intro alone, it's going to be awkward. Sorry. <laughs> this week, I this weekend, uh, I went to Disneyland with my family. It was really, uh, it was the most stressful experience of my entire life. It was I, my son is now at the age where he gets, he creates stress for me, and like he threw many, ta- he threw three tantrums. And I think when you're in that situation, it's like being dropped into war and you find out the man that you are. And I found out that I really want to get away from stress. <laughs> like, I was just like, let him cry it out, which my wife uh, disagreed with. <laughs> she thought that we should handle it and figure out a way to make it uh, stop. And then I was like, I think if he just cries it out, it'll stop eventually. So that was kind of interesting to find out that's who I am. Because uh, my dad was like a, a stress monster where he'd get super angry and then scream. That's not who I am. I just ate a lot of popcorn. I ate a turkey leg. It was, it was, it was good for me. Uh, not so great for my son or my wife. And I apologize to them on this podcast because it's easier to do than to their faces. Uh, Julian is not here this week. Again, don't know why, but filling in in his seat is Coach T. What's going on, Sean? How you doing? Good. Coach T, people have loved you loved you last week, so you're now just the new Julian. Yeah, I'll just fill in a little bit. It's great. I mean, like, you, you wear hats. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm just a pinch hitter, that's all. You're a pinch hitter, but you so know what? Quarterback. It's the I mean, with the baseball playoffs, we've now realized the power of the pinch hitter. <laughs> this this is true. I have some questions about this Disneyland trip though. Okay, great. When your kid is crying all over the place, are you like stonewall like you don't care? No, I care. Like I you on my face I care. But it's mostly like I want him to be happy, but I also don't want people to be looking at us. And you could see like how fucking judgmental, like, everyone is at Disneyland. Mm. Like, there's, like, everyone becomes, you know that woman, like, what was her name, Barbecue Becky, who called uh, oh. the cops on the, the young black youth oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. for being young young and black? Yeah, yeah, They all look at me like they're Barbecue Becky, and I'm... Oh. I have, I don't have any kids, but I have a dog, and he's very vicious. And when we walk, he acts a fucking fool. And yeah. then the well-betrained dogs, their owners look at me, and they're like... What the fuck's up with your dog? Yeah, I understand that because I have a dog that's kind of like that as yeah. well. What kind of dog do you have? He's a Jack Russell and a Chihuahua. Oh, yeah. No, he. I mean, like, I have a Chihuahua who is just like a little piece of shit. Yeah, but, it's embarrassing because he acts absolutely, he throws a tantrum. And wants to start fights. He wants with to start everybody. fights with everyone. And everyone. It does feel that way. It feels like people are like looking at you and they're like, they're judging you. Yeah. Oh, these people don't know how to be parents. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like taking your ticking time bomb out into the the world. So, and your wife was just like, I don't. She was just like, do anything to shut him up. Or no, my wife is like, she when she gets called into action, she like springs to it. She's she's there okay. trying to figure out how to like uh, rationalize with him. Okay, but like as I tried to explain to her, is that like at that moment he's a terrorist and like. You, <laughs> 
you you should not negotiate with a terrorist. He's it's 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 this weird it's there's weird thing where I'm like it will stop if yeah. I just if I ignore it. But my wife knows that you have to go in there and get your hands dirty, and I'm I I'm just standing on the side just watching this go down. Oh, but it sounds like you're like a a dad action hero, like. The boy needs to learn. Is yeah. it one of those things? It's, Are you it, frozen it, in fear, though? I, I mean, I'm more like frozen in shame. Where like my, mm. I, I, I feel like we, we really have brought like a, like a problem child out into the world. But like, <laughs> really, what we're doing and the mistake we're making is we're not giving him like his proper nap time. So uh-huh. when he's like awake and alive, like uh-huh. just being like taking it all in, uh-huh. he gets overwhelmed, and he should have been napping to like cut cut that like okay but he's on that pure cocaine shit there's no cu- there's no cutting it <laughs> okay and he was just acting crazy and your wife was like we gotta give him something yeah my wife is uh was being a good mom and i was being like oh let's uh let's see if where this goes was he the worst behaved kid around around everyone no i mean like he picked his moments like the moments there was one time like i think like as you'll hear in this episode, I talk about the teacup. The teacup uh-huh. tantrum, in a way, made sense to me because, like, that was him just learning about the world. Okay. Like, but then there was a time, he threw two tantrums, teacup tantrum uh-huh. and then candy corn popcorn. And he okay. just, he he, wanted, he picked up pan, uh, These can, are valid tantrums. Bro. Yeah, candy corn popcorn. It was like this popcorn mix that kind of looked like candy corn, but yeah. then had candy corn in it. Mm-hmm. And he really wanted to get candy corn popcorn. And I was like, no, because like it was a big bag, and I knew I would have to eat it. And I don't really want to eat candy corn popcorn, <laughs> <laughs> so like this this benefits okay. me in no way. Okay. So I was like, no, and that tantrum I don't think was warranted because like it would have sucked. Like there's no okay. way candy corn popcorn was good, and I couldn't explain to him like because he's two and a half that like uh-huh. listen, like popcorn's good. Okay, but like. That's what it's like, butter flavor. But candy corn, it's going to fucking suck. It's going to okay. be a waste of, <laughs> it's going to be empty calories for us all. Yeah, 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 Like, you shouldn't throw a tantrum for this. The teacup tea one makes sense because you had fun. Yeah. And then you're like, I want to have the same amount of fun right away. Like, that uh-huh. to me makes sense in, like, my fucking weird addict brain. No, where it I'm it like, makes sense to me. Yeah. But, so, I was, was there any other tantrums happening in your vicinity to bail you out, shame-wise? No, there was. It was kind of weird. Like everyone seemed to be on their best behavior. Yeah, it's like when I'm at a party because I'm a big dude. When I'm at a party and I'm like, damn, I'm like the fattest guy in here. Then you see another fat guy, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I oh, like, I know that feeling where you're like, yeah. There was no bailout uh, tantrums happening. Yeah, I no. There was no bailout. Jesus. T- yeah, no. I. And by the way, I completely agree. When I'm on like a plane. I don't want to ah, be the fattest. I exactly. just want—I want to be like the, uh, I, the second fattest. Because like, if it goes down, I don't want to be like Hurley on Lost. Like, they can be. Yeah, they like. Why aren't you losing weight like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Julian has some questions for you. That's great. Um, he can't be here. He's with his daughter. Yeah. Um, when I threw my back out, I definitely called in. uh so anyways his first question for you is what is your favorite thing that nolan does 
Hmm. I mean, right now he pretends to be a mummy and chases us around the house by b- being a mummy, and I think that's really funny because I don't. I genuinely, I know where he got the concept of mummies because he watches this like drawing video on YouTube where people draw like different monsters. Okay. But I don't know how he figured out what a mummy does because like. What does he do? He like limps and walks with one foot and puts his hands out and goes, mummy. Does he wrap his face in toilet paper? No, he doesn't do that. But I, th- I think we're going to, he's going to be a mummy for Halloween. So. Oh, they're going to learn. Yeah, we're throwing, we're throwing him in. Okay. Into the deep end of being a mummy. That that sounds very cute, by the way. Thank you. Um, when do you feel the most emotionally challenged by him? Um, probably. I mean, I really, of course, Julian would send in something about emotions. <laughs> Thank God, <laughs> like goes to therapy once. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess I, I I don't know when I feel the most emotionally challenged. Like. I feel like the time I felt the most emotional was mm-hmm. dropping him off to daycare the first time because then I was like, oh, man, I'm, like, giving him into the world. Oh. So that was weird. But uh, I don't – there's probably – that's probably not what the question means, and I just don't – I think I'm too stupid to comprehend what the question is. It is a little bit of a tough one, emotionally challenged. Um, like, I don't know. Like, where he's challenging my emotions? Am I am I misreading this? No, 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 because I'm as challenged by this question as you are. Uh, pass. <laughs> how about we pass it? Uh, sorry, uh, Julian. Uh, what name would you have used instead of Nolan? Uh, we, we had... Ryan? Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> that actually makes more sense. We, we know we wanted to name him after a New York Met, and so okay. it was Nolan Ryan... Was only a Met for like two seasons, but he's incredible. So we named him after Nolan Ryan. Okay. The other name we were going for was Tom, was based on Tom Seaver and was going to be Seaver. But then I yelled it out loud and I realized how awful it sounded. So uh-huh. we didn't name him that. But that was number two. Was Ryan Seaver? Seaver was yeah. two. Yeah, there was no other choice. He was going to be a Nolan boy or a girl. He just had to be uh, connected to the Mets. Yeah, there was no option. No option. I think we talked about Shay at one point. Jay? Shay. Shay? Yeah, for Shea Stadium. Wow. Yeah, we're... <laughs> no pushback from your wife at all? My wife likes the Mets, and I think she would just, like, gave in to... I think her pregnancy brain was, like, telling her that I wasn't crazy. Okay. Uh, moving right along. What's the thing you used to do as a kid that was a secret? Julian says, mine was throwing away all of my underwears because I kept getting skid marks and I was embarrassed. That's a tough one, Julian. That's a tough one. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I did anything as a secret. It just sounds like you're this weird guy. <laughs> what was the thing that you used as a kid to that was a secret? That you used to do as a kid that was a secret? I mean, like... I don't, I'm assuming I, like picking boogers. Yeah, I mean or... like I guess picking, but like I I think I was just more nor like I was in fucking a skid market <laughs> <laughs> where I'm like tossing out my drawers. Uh, I mean, yeah, like I mean, I guess like yeah, I mean, not a kid, but in high school I went to a Catholic school and we had to wear khaki pants and like the girls wore skirts, so I would hide my boners with like. <laughs> books and stuff oh does that count 
Um, I, I guess it didn't sound like a secret. I think everyone did that. Yeah, I guess everyone did that. I mean, I don't think I did anything very secretly. Like, so there was nothing as a kid you tried to keep away from like your friends and your peer group? No, not really. Not really. I mean, mine was my report card. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe I, uh, like as a kid, I had bunk beds with my little brother and I, I used to like carve things into the wood that like i don't think my parents knew about but it was like just my nickname nugget like i was just <laughs> obsessed with writing nugget <laughs> i guess that's a secret I, hey hey you got it <laughs> i'm not interesting is what i'm realizing there might you might hit you on the way home but it's all right because we're recording now so he says and this is the last question are you going to doom nolan to be a lifetime mets fan uh yeah i mean i unfortunately yeah there's Listen, there's nothing exciting about rooting for a winner. Like that that gives you an unhealthy uh way to live your life is okay. when you when you cheer on a team that's always good. Like I feel like to build a character, you, you to build character you need to root for like a loser. Okay. Like I'm a New York Giants fan and they've won in my lifetime uh-huh. and like I feel nothing for them. But like with the Mets, like they're they constantly let me down and like <laughs> And the highs are high and the lows are low, and it develops more character. Is it what does. you're saying? Yeah, it 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 lets you know that the world isn't perfect in a way. Oh, but like Yankee fans, like they're not like they get they're fucking jerk offs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So you're saying the losing helps? Yeah, losing helps. You need to know about losing. There you go. Always uh, finding lessons as a father. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's here today? Oh, uh, today we have the wonderful. Daniel Alaric, you uh, you've probably seen her writing on Champagne Ill, uh, and uh, and she is a writer on the upcoming Solar Opposites coming to Hulu uh, in 2020, and the Big Show show coming to Netflix in 2020. So uh, I mean, she's super funny, Second City person, uh, super great. Please give a warm welcome, your two dads, welcome to Daniel Alaric. What up, world? It's me, Sean O'Connor from Your Two Dads Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about BetterHelp. Listen, I need help in my life, and I, I don't always have time to go to a therapist. That's why I've been using BetterHelp. It's incredible. It's online counseling, and it's there for you. You get help on your own time and at your own pace. Like, if you want help at 4 a.m., you can get it with BetterHelp. And who doesn't need help at 4 a.m.? If you're awake at 4 a.m., you need help. The great thing about BetterHelp, it introduces you to licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, LGBT matters, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, stream... Guys, it, it helps you with everything. There's counselors for everything you're feeling. Anger, oh my God, do I get angry? No. Why? Because I push it down, which leads to depression and stress. And they have professional counselors who will help me with both. Your two dads with Sean and Julian listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code 2DADS. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash 2DADS, the number 2 DADS. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com, uh, betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com slash two dads, the number two dads. 
Welcome back. I'm here with Danielle. What up? What up? Uh, so how are you doing? How's being a mom? What is being a mom like? We, um, we know nothing on this podcast. Oh, great. I'm doing well. Uh, my baby is now eight months old. Okay, so it's almost a year. Almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you like you you constantly feel like you're tracking to that year, and I, then you have that party where you're like, oh, God, we made it. You made it, but then the crazy thing is, is then... Once like that year happens, you you don't really think about it for like three to four months, but then it starts. Oh my god, they're almost two! And then oh, once yeah. they hit two, you're like, oh my god, they're almost eighteen. <laughs> like, it's really scary. I mean, I I literally every night wake up my daughter to bed. My husband and I are like, she in college yet? Did we do it? Yeah, How did we do. I mean, it's going to happen. Is she going done? To, I. I hate it because it feels like this, like the lowest level of time travel, where like every, like you're definitely moving very fast, but yeah. it's kind of going slow. Yeah. But then one day you're just going to be old and they're yeah. an adult. And I guess. I mean, I mean, people. I mean, I I love my daughter so much. Like that's what I wasn't prepared for. Mm-hmm. But I also wasn't prepared for um, the exhaustion. <laughs> And when yeah. people are like, isn't it going by so fast? I'm like, no, it, it feels like I've had her for 30 years. It does. It's, it's pretty crazy. Like, the exhaustion never goes away, mm-hmm. is what I found. Mm-hmm. Is like, I'm just, we were just away with him, and he was like waking So we up. never catch up. You never catch Great. up. Like, Great. it was like 6.30 in the morning, and like, he also uh, had like sugar, so he was like up till late. Yeah. And he still woke up at 6.30 in the morning and was like, just like jumping on us going awake 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 <laughs> and then i'm like oh no like you're supposed to sleep oh. we're all supposed to catch up now yeah. and you're like blowing it yeah you're ruining our day i mean the love language my husband and i have with each other now are you know is pretty much who will get up and get the baby yeah. when it's like 5 30 in the morning i know it's it's never gonna it and i think he loves me more than <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he he's so he's such a hero about it um, it makes me question my own my own mom uh, abilities. Yeah, I mean, I think that is also part of uh, being a parent is you're always being like, I'm being a bad parent. Yeah, yeah. But you're never thinking to yourself, I'm being a good parent. Um, I, I, uh, do you think I that? I do, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but I go through this constant, like, mine's an absolute bipolar confidence thing where it's like every day I wake up and I'm like, I am the best fucking parent in the world. I'm oh, going to wow. write books. I'm going to tell everyone how to do it. And then, like, the second something happens where I don't know how to do it, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why is someone coming to help me? Is this why people live near family? Yeah. Oh, my God. That That is something I wish we had. My wife and I are, are always talking about how much we wish we lived near family. Ugh. It sucks a big one uh, to not have your family there because you are just you it's basically you have to do like uh an expert level yes. course right from the beginning when yes. you don't have uh, like family members to help you yeah and you're paying for that course yeah. with other people or daycares yeah. or yes, whatever of course and then like you know how much you know your friends are worth to you because you're like am i willing to spend a hundred dollars to see you tonight yeah you know, with yeah. a babysitter yeah well what kind of babysitters do you have? Because we have one, t- we have four different people who are one type of person. Oh, we have, we got really, really lucky. Um, well, we tried to get into daycares when I went back to work. So I, like, I went back to work at three months and we, I did application processes for probably, pros, pros I, for probably like 
six daycares and we got into zero of them. So we paid like why? What I don't. So we, this is what I don't understand. I don't understand the daycare process or me like neither. how it works. Me uh, neither. I we were told we were too late, and wait. I was like, was I supposed to do this? Like when we. When Andy and I started dating, like I don't understand yeah. how early <laughs> the process is. So, what is the process? Like you, you go in, you go in, you go for a tour, uh-huh. you pretend like you're so interested in the school, um, and then you uh, pay an application fee. Like some of these, some of these applications were like, who do you know that could be beneficial to the school? Like, oh, it was, so you have to do like get a recommendation, like being like, uh, "Well, I know Alec Baldwin." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some of them, and then they're like, "You can't come in this school." Yeah, yeah he's a, he's too much. He's he's a he's a volcano. I mean, I I like I, yeah. You had to do like this essay, and I remember one of the questions for this one school in Santa Monica was like, "Who do you know that could help the school in any way in the website or?" Okay. But I'm guessing it was like, do you know Alec Baldwin? Yeah, I mean, always like, yeah. like it really helps to have Elon Musk's phone number in your right. phone. Yeah, so you can get into like <laughs> a, a daycare. Why am I only thinking of the most problematic, <laughs> <laughs> problematic men? I think that actually shows you who my group of friends are. I put Elon Musk on every single application. Everyone was like, you can't. Yeah, you no, can't he'll in. try to date the student. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we did that, and then it was constantly like they're like, just keep checking in. Like they they hint at you that you should like really try to play the game and really try to like kiss ass to like get in their school like and send them flowers or like them bake flowers, them bake goods. Tell them you're the only one they're dating. You're the only daycare oh, that they're that you're dating. But how mad would they be if you went to like the daycare and then like you you're like you know what I'm gonna do? You break in at night and you just repaint the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like I thought you wanted this. <laughs> Oh, I thought I thought you wanted somebody real desperate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So there was that process, and then they, you know, and we we our, ourselves went through this thing where we were like, okay, we're going to be real picky about what school she's into, and like organic food and Montessori kind of things. And you're like, please let me give you money to take my child. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Is we go to this place in Glendale, uh, California. That's where we live, and uh, USA, USA, and it's okay. Like I, we did no checking. I mean, like I think my wife did a lot of work that I did not see. Yeah, like where she was like emailing and <laughs> going to places during the day, and I was just like, "Hey, why isn't he in danger?" Because <laughs> I'm an, I'm aloof. Uh, Can you just tell me the address to put in ways? I want to yeah. drop this child yeah. off, and that's what I do. <laughs> I, I I am there to just bring him to these strangers, sure. and then they gave him the flu. Yeah, um, but going back to your original question, so we we tried to get in a daycare because that's the experience I wanted for her, and we we couldn't, and so then we just started interviewing um, nannies, and that was terrifying because it was like this was because they're all looking to steal your husband (laughs) (laughs) i mean uh, who isn't right um most most uh men that i know are trying to steal my husband he's very he's fun he's just a fun guy to crush on yeah no the the most interesting thing and i bring it up like way more than i want (laughs) to even tell you is that he's the I ate the bones guy? He's the I ate the bones guy. <laughs> I think that is the coolest thing ever because I'm obsessed with I ate the bones. Still, yeah. we're like six years removed yeah. from I ate the bones. Yeah, but I think it's very cool that you're married to him. I'm married to the bones guy. <laughs> um, 
it's funny because like at my wedding, they were like, he's been in something called like Arrested Development and something. And like you just see the Midwestern like blank faces. Yeah. And then someone's like, he was the eye of the bones guy for the KFC. And they're like, like, what? And like, ah, chicken wings <laughs> and sports. Um, but yeah, so so we. Did the daycare know that he was the eye of the bones guy? You know what? <laughs> we got to get those applications back. Okay. Why the fuck didn't we put that? Yeah. Oh, uh, I know he knows Colonel Sanders. Ugh, here I was saying that I knew Harvey Weinstein, and yeah. I should have just been saying. <laughs> it really is hard to come up with like a decent guy as a recommendation. I mean, it could be a girl. It could be a girl, but, but I think that's easier. You. Like you could just say Rihanna, or like yeah, yeah, we know Rihanna or Zendaya, or like Maleficent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are like yeah. all three of those for sure. Yeah, the um, one name superheroes. I mean, so anyway, we got um, so we got a nanny, and the, the interview process for that really freaked me out because I was like, "Here's my most prized possession that I'm, you could basically steal once I walk out yeah. the door, and I won't know how to find you." Do you have to give like a personality test with a nanny? Like this is something that we've never talked about on this yeah. podcast because, like, truly, when we talk to dads, like all dads are kind of this weird, like. It's almost like I, I always uh, I don't always equate this, but I'm just thinking about it now. A dad is kind of like uh, like uh, the, the cloud, yeah. like the, like you don't know how it works. They're there though. Yeah, they're just totally. present. Right. Yeah, but they don't know how anything works. They're the opposite of the cloud because the cloud <laughs> knows how it works, but I don't know how it works. <laughs> A baby and the cloud are the same. 100%. Yeah, the dads are there. Yeah. I'm there, but I don't know anything. You don't know how it, the yeah. sausage is made. Yeah. Um, in the cloud. In the, the cloud. So- wood so- in the, the cloud clouds. or a baby. Yeah. yeah. Sausage, I kind of get. So we interviewed them together, and we were both like, okay, let's pretend we know exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> we know yeah. exactly what we're doing. And we just kind of like kept asking questions. And then every the first couple interviews were like, and what are... Other questions you normally get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all the- and there are other things you get paid for to do. Like, we didn't know. Yeah, yeah like, do you have to ask them about what their dreams are? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some will tell you. Like, it, the level of crazy you can get sometimes just from, like, someone sitting down having an hour interview you're like oh you haven't talked to any adults all day and yeah. you just want to like get stuff off your chest yeah it becomes therapy at it that becomes point. therapy like we had one nanny sit down with us and she was like i mean i love kids so much like i love being a nanny to kids so much because i just can't stand my daughter and i was like wrap this up wrap this up oh whoa. it was like it was weird um and then and then it freaked you know us out because we're like we're never gonna find somebody good enough and then we found the perfect person who was a recommendation she was like the sister-in-law of um our our friend's nanny and you know we we can't really afford a nanny but we don't really have any other choice because we're like you have to work and whatever so it's like the paycheck pretty much just goes to her but um she's amazing and she's so chill which is like the perfect thing like at first we thought we wanted somebody who was like us yeah like um loud and insane and no but I, it, yeah. it, and she's not she's quiet she's and... so quiet and like pious like she builds churches in guatemala oh, like okay. she's amazing yeah but then don't you see here's my natural whatever is like, i yeah. hear of someone like that aren't you worried that your daughter's gonna think that the nanny's a better person than you? She she already knows. Like, there's no question. Like, we'll come home and she'll be like, 
you can go back to work. Yeah. I uh, mean, you have a couple more hours <laughs> you can put in. Like, Isabel and I are having a great time. Oh, that's so, that's so, so is she now like just a part of your life? Because basically you, yeah. when you get a nanny, it's basically you're hiring someone who's now like a third, a permanent third wheel yeah, in it, a way. It went from this thing that was so terrifying to us completely lucking out and feeling like she's part of our family now. And we love her and like we, um, you know, celebrate her family when her family has parties and stuff. And Whoa, like, really? Yeah, like we love her. Like she's so awesome and we're kind of like we wish you could nanny us <laughs> at uh, night too when we're exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's too cool. Is she? How old is she? Um, I She's older than 50. Oh, okay. So she's... Yeah. So I, in my head, I was thinking that she was like... 22 and entering your family in a way it's like you've gotten like a, a mom but let's be clear she still wants to steal my husband yeah she's still like i see that i ate the bones guy yes honestly if i had every nanny is on the cover of star magazine yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. walking with ben affleck yeah for sure so i don't i know nothing about the world of nanny it's, other than i've had a lot of bosses who have had nannies yeah i mean that's but i mean her stealing my husband is the exchange i'm willing to make for her raising, helping to raise my oh, child. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that is like if you could get your kid to eighteen and yeah. they've had a positive influence. Let, her, let, let, her, go. let her let her steal your let husband. A, let it go. Hold on one second, Danielle. I need to talk about hemp fusion. That's right, me, Sean O'Connor, needs to talk to you about hemp fusion. I'm not Woody Harrelson here to talk to you about hemp. I'm Sean O'Connor here to talk to you about hemp fusion. Now, here's the deal. There's, like, so much, uh, like, fog and cloud around CBD nowadays, but not all CBD is created equally. That's what I've found. Adding hemp fusion CBD to your daily routine adds up to a lot of benefits. Now, this is something I found out. Did you know our bodies already make cannabinoids? What? And plant-based CBD helps naturally balance our bodies. Unlike, uh, you know, other CBD brands who offer just CBD, Hemp Fusion is CBD plus omegas. That's right, Hemp Fusion is CBD plus the stuff fish have. They then add in other natural ingredients to create products that help specifically with stress, sleep, and energy. And those are things I have problems with completely. Stress, I'm so stressed out. Sleep, I don't know how to do it. And energy, listen, this is the most energetic I've been in the last two weeks. Here's the thing with hemp. Like, do I like when people talk about hemp with me? No. But do I use hemp fusion? Yes. They sent me a bunch. I've been using it. I've never been chiller or more energetic. Is it the hemp fusion? Probably. Is it because my life has got a little less stressful? Who knows? But I think it's the hemp fusion. And here's the great thing about hemp fusion. It's available both online and at natural products re- retailers near you. That's right. You could just go into a place and go, give me hemp fusion. But here's the great thing. For your two dads listeners, use the promo code dads for 20% off your first order and free shipping at hempfusion.com. That's promo code dads, D-A-D-S. Get hemp fusion shipped anywhere in the United States. Welcome back. I'm here with Danielle. You're writing for, can I say this? <laughs> sure. The Big Show? Show. <laughs> the, it's called The Big Show Show. What else would it be called? I mean, it's a great name. Yeah. Well, you could have just called it The Big Show. Yeah. But, but I guess The Big Show Show is 
a little bit funny. Yeah. So I don't know anything. I, I went into the job not knowing anything about wrestling. And we actually, um, it's like a, a comedy multicam. And we we got to do some wrestling in the last episode. And I was into it. Like, it's like, you're like choreographing an action movie. You know it what really I mean? Is. It's no, so it's, fun. It's really cool. I mean, as a, I'm a wrestling fan. So this is uh, why. One. I'm really, you can test me now. I know my stuff. Yeah. So you have like, so basically the show is. It's a family sitcom yep. with Big Show as the patriarch. Yep, and he has um, three daughters. He has three daughters. Mm-hmm. Is he the only man in the house? Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. He gets it from all angles. But he, what a man. He's seven foot four. He's seven foot. Oh, he's seven. Well, when he first became a wrestler, they used to say he was seven foot four. Oh, we had seven foot four. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just so great that, like, the, you have to zhuzh up seven foot. <laughs> like, right. you're a literal it's not monster. Enough. It's not enough. <laughs> like, Shaq, like, Shaq's seven one and then be like, oh, he's actually seven five. Yeah. Like, he's a literal giant. Like, he's a giant, what though. A he's yeah. so big. He's very tall. Does he big. sit in, like, a director's chair? Um, <laughs> he sits on the couch mostly, like in the living room scene. Um, I think he's got a chair. I mean, he's he's working so many scenes that he's I barely see him sitting. Like he's truly working his ass off, and and he's like a pretty he's like a good actor. Oh, he's great. Yeah, he was great. He was in MacGruber before this. Yeah, he's funny. He can turn a joke. Yeah, uh, and it makes me think like, oh, this guy can just turn a joke. Why have I been trying for so many years? So. You did you have a dad? <laughs> I, I absolutely had a dad. I'm so bad at questions. <laughs> um, well, we can talk about your kid too because I haven't, I haven't. Um, oh man, I haven't heard updates about your son. Oh my son, he he just he's he's grown. He really wants to be potty trained right now. That's like his big thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So like he's like. Ripped. Tell me about potty training. Well. I wish I could. He, <laughs> we were doing this thing where we got him this little toilet that has like uh, this flusher that doesn't matter. I think what's going to happen when he finally is potty trained, he's going to piss in a uh, he's going <laughs> to never in, flush. Yeah, this toilet, and then he's going to hit this flush thing that just makes a flush sound, <laughs> and then I'm going to have to either dump it in the actual toilet or throw it outside. I don't know. I think that's right. I think you have <laughs> yeah. to like dump it in the actual toilet. I don't know if you want to throw it outside. I kind of do though, just to see what happens. Like, yeah. oh wow, this guy's yeah. a, a fucking wild card. <laughs> but just every time you throw it outside, potty train, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, just so you. Want all I can see. But it, yeah, it's it's weird, but he just stands there and he's just like, he's like, I'm going to go pee. I'm going to go pee pee. I'm going pee pee. And he's not going pee pee. And then what will happen is he'll just give up and then go Aww. and like either pee on the floor or ask us <laughs> for a diaper to pee in. That's so, where we're at now. He wants to not be in a diaper. Oh, he's trying. He's trying. Well, that's good that he wants to not be in a diaper. Like I my. My most recent experience with potty training, my sister has twins, a boy and a girl. And they were like drastically different about how they approached. The girl was first? The girl was first. Well, she she did the same thing for both of them where it was like, um, she tried the treats thing and they were like, we don't care. Yeah. Um, and then she tried the like um, different kinds of like re- rewards and she tried different angles. And then somebody was like, you know, if you strip them down naked, they don't want to get dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will go to the bathroom when they have it so like the girl you strip her down she's immediately like i gotta get to a bathroom this is embarrassing yeah and she learns how to run the boy was like great we're yeah. naked and we could go anywhere that's that's the worst part about like so 
if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know this, but girls mature way faster than boys. <laughs> and my son, when he's stripped naked, like he truly is like, you know what? Let's just go about our day. Like he's yeah. like last thir- care. Thursday, I think he asked us to put on his shoes when he was fully naked. <laughs> he's just walking around the house naked in his shoes going like, come on, let's go play with the pumpkins outside. I love that he has the humility to be like, I <laughs> don't want to get these toes dirty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no. my ass can hang. Yeah, he he loves (laughs) letting it fly. People are knocking on the door, and he like gets up onto the couch and like goes full dong into the (laughs) into the window to see who it is. He's yeah, he's like way too comfortable. I think that is the big difference: is boys don't know shame until they're like. Thirty. Yeah, I'm. I I'm terrible about the whole uh, potty training thing. I learned too when I going on these daycare tours. I learned a lot of things, and they, a lot of the daycares are like we um, change their diapers while they're standing up. Have you heard about this? I think so. I, I this is a weird thing to bring up on the, but I have a very. Uh, it's probably like my most vivid memory of being a child oh, at, no. at preschool <laughs> is my teacher, Miss Jones. I, I pissed my pants. I peed my pants. And she changed me standing up. And Ew. in my head, I am not even kidding. This is going to seem weird and off color. But I keep thinking in my head, why do I remember this? Was I molested? Maybe. Oh, well, <laughs> that I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm sorry to the people listening, but I, it is a thought that I've had multiple times. So I'm just bringing it up. I've never brought that up on the podcast. You, or to my wife or might, my therapist. You might have been molested. So, all right. So potty training. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Me neither. People do, though. Okay, great. Yeah, and I do know. But let me be clear: you're potty trained now. Like that. I am. Okay, great. Uh, uh, partially. Great. It depends on how my depends. night goes. Yeah. And now a word from depends. <laughs> but I do know so, uh, a previous guest, Matt Goldich. What up, friend of the pod? Hey, Matt. But Matt told us that off off mic, uh, or told me in a. a we are friends. <laughs> so you're saying it on the microphone? <laughs> yeah, off the record. No, he said that you you should start potty training as soon as possible. Yeah, because they will you they can age out of potty training, and sure. then it becomes a real difficult task. I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. sounds horrendous. Yeah, I know my mom. My mom's big theory of potty training is she sent us this little octopus target. To put in the toilet. See, that's a boys thing. Target yeah. is a boys thing. It is, and like, boy, am I having fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't hit a bullseye yet, but I think close. We, I think boys. I mean, th- this this idea to like shoot, squirt something, and yeah. especially hit a target is something that it never seems to go away for boys. Like, my husband loves washing the floors because it's a Swiffer with like a a squirt yeah. like thing, and he's like, I just love squirting. Yeah. <laughs> I love squirting that. Nice lemon almond scent around the. It is fun, and like, this is something that I, uh, that you ex- we experience a lot. Like, in a way, like what happens in a girl's room. Like, I don't know what it looks like, but in my head, there's a couch. But always, uh, oh, <laughs> you're not wrong. There is always a couch. There's a couch where people could just lay down or yeah. like sit and talk. But in a boys' room, in in school, without a doubt, once 
every month you'd walk into it mm -hmm. and there'd be a boy standing like 15 feet away from the Gross. urinal trying to make it. <laughs> there's this like do insane. They know, do you guys know that there's residual pee that happens during that like arch? A hundred percent. Okay. You're just but trying you, to see if you can make a drop in a there. Dro you're trying to get it in. Like it's this. Gross. It's like when you're shooting around in basketball, like you're going to take some half court shots. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Now, my question. Yes. You're a prolific basketball superstar. As this, it's my number one. Crowd. Yeah, I mean, like if you heard the introduction, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You you were a point guard for the Phoenix Mercury. Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 Says she doesn't have like her credits, but she was the point guard for the Phoenix Mercury. Yeah, but it's the Phoenix Mercury. Yeah, it's I not mean, like you know the Clippers who yeah. are real good this year. Oh yes, the Clippers are very fun. But are you going to force your kid into sports? You know. I, I am big in, like, not forcing them into anything unless it's something I want them to hate later in life. Oh, okay. Like, it would be, like, if I, like, I don't want her to be, like, uh, working at Hooters, I'm going to make her go serve, you know, chicken wings when she's eight so that she'd be like, ugh, I'm never yeah. going back there again. Yeah. Mom loves yeah. it. it makes I, me mean, I mean, I feel, I feel like that is the wrong way to... <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I said before, I am a good parent. I'm going to write books. People are yeah. going to learn from me. Um no, I'm not going to force them, but she is already extremely athletic it, it, in a way that I'm like, it, she just naturally is athletic. I, I set up this little tent for her, mm -hmm. which she loves and uh, loves like going in there. And like, I guess from a very early age, kids like shelter, humans like shelter, yeah, their own little space. I guess so. I um, and there's this little ball and she loves kicking the ball into the tent. Like she, it's something oh, she she's does naturally. Kicking. I don't know how to play soccer, so yeah. I like. But her wait, is she walking? Not without help. Okay, but when you're doing what, the, so I'll hold her the little fingies, yeah. like fingies in your hands. Yeah, she's kicking. Yeah, she's kicking, and like she has this, she has this desire to like kick everything she can, whether she's laying down or like in the bath. Like her goal is to like kick all the water out of the bath. Um, and like when I hold her up on her feet, she just looks at things and she's like, what can I kick as far as possible? Oh, wow. Which is why when we were in the room and she kicked in my yeah. rib, it was yeah. so fucking painful. <laughs> yeah. Cause she was born to kick. She was born to kick. She's Mia Hamm. She's yeah. Megan Rapino. Is that how you say it? Rapino? Yeah. Rapino? Yeah. I don't know. Some Megan. Italian name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Megan. I mean, and I'm glad that she's, you know, kicking things in goals this early because women uh, make so much money playing soccer. Yes. I mean, they will, like, though. God, and, I hope so. Oh, did you read books about parenting? You know what? I did because I was terrified about it. And also I was like, it's, it's again that bipolar thing of like, I should read every book. And then it's like, fuck this. Like, don't tell me how to raise my child kind yeah. of thing. But I I was glad I read everything so that I could, like, take what I needed and judge what I thought was insane. See, all right, so this is this is where I, I mean, like, I feel like, were you an A student? I'm a real nerd. Yeah. I'm a real nerd. I was not an A student, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, I was a real fucking mess where all the teachers were like, oh, my God. The words wasted and potential were, were used so ad nauseum with me by all my teachers in, like, grade school and high school that, like, my parents have to be happy that I'm still alive right now. Because, like, <laughs> it was, like, literally just all the time. And I was just such a bad student because I have no organizational skills uh, <laughs> whatsoever. And I, I also have the worst thing where I'm like, 
I'm an expert without <laughs> ever doing anything. So I didn't read any of oh, them yeah. because I really just thought I would be like <laughs> really good at parenting. But I think that's like okay. Me. But I think that's okay too. Like I do appreciate that approach. I thought I would do more of that approach. I was like, oh, I don't want to read anything because I just want to like people have done this naturally for years. Yeah. Right. W- yes. But Maybe. what's what's the best piece of advice you got from the book? Oh, see, this is now, now I'm like, I shouldn't have read them. The one the one that helped the most was this book called um, uh, 12 Hours of Sleep by 12 Weeks, because we followed that one. Okay. And it was like putting them to sleep when they're drowsy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, don't completely rock them to sleep, which we did a bunch. And then when we stopped doing uh-huh. it, they did sleep. You know, yeah. she did sleep. We should have. We should have read that book because that was like the bane of our existence for six months. I mean, it's it's no wonder why uh, sleep deprivation is part of torture because yeah. it's rough. It's so bad. It's rough. And like everything is just uh, you, you, you look in the mirror and you're your own enemy. You're like, do I know you? Who are you? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that book was amazing. 12 hours of sleep in 12 weeks. Yeah, because it, it went through a bunch of different like bad habits not to do. Um, and like good habits to do and like everybody recommended it to us and like it seemed when we were getting up to the 12 week I was like I don't think this is gonna work for us and it was literally on her third month birthday she slept through the night whoa so it yeah. like the book is just proven it's like that uh, that book where it's like quit smoking in a hundred days and then everyone who does <laughs> right. it is like yep it works and then uh, yeah. I have it on a bookshelf and I'm like yeah I think I was literally bitching about like why would they even put 12 weeks so then it just gives you a timetable of failure and yeah. then it yeah. was like, oh, we did it. Oh, it completely worked. And then she regressed at four months, which <laughs> they do apparently. And uh, But then you have to buy the second book. <laughs> be really, uh, what, a, what a racket. Getting through four-month regression. What is the worst piece of advice you got from a book? Um, most of everything else. Let me think. Um, I don't, I, like, th- there was so much I forgot, I think. Um. Oh, there's one called like uh, people love this, but I'm too terrified to try it. That like baby led um, weaning for the food, where you just start giving them big chunks of things and like, yeah, <laughs> like chew it on their own. I'm like, I I can't do that. It's terrifying. It's still I I it's, I literally said these words yesterday to my wife. My son is two and a half years old. And I still don't like when I'm alone with him eating because I'm still afraid that he's going to choke. Yes, all the time. Yeah, and he, what did he choke on? He choked on something yesterday, like, where he was just, like, confidently eating, like, a chicken finger or something. And then he was like, uh, 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 What did you do? Oh, I I hit his back so hard, <laughs> like, that, because that was what my wife told me to do. She was like, because I was very afraid yeah. of like hitting his back to get something out. And she's like, no, it doesn't matter if you're going to leave a bruise. You got to get it out. Oh, my God. So I got it out real fast. That's good, though. Yeah. We, my husband and I were talking about choking stuff the other day. And, of course, we got like an Instagram ad for like an anti-choking device. Oh, is it is- like something you blow into? Yeah. It looked like it was just a big like suction vacuum off there like that. You, Wait, do you, you have to suck whole- it out of your throat? <laughs> Like the nose Frida thing, yeah, the, where you like suck the buggers. Huh? Yeah, I mean that is fun. My 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 friend Allie has one for constipation, where like she sucks farts out of her, <laughs> out of her daughter. 
That's amazing. I, like, maybe I didn't hear what she was saying, but I do think it was she sucks farts out of her daughter. <laughs> I could be punk- punching up. <laughs> it could have. Uh, I hope it was nothing else but that now. Um, Wait a second, Danielle. We have to talk about comfortable pants. Your one dad will be right back. Introducing the all-day, everyday pant from Public Rec, your new go-to for style, comfort, and versatility. These are pants you could fart in in your house, and you could fart in in a restaurant. Public Rec's all-day, everyday pants close the gap between a stylish pair and comfortable wear. Guys, finally, there's a sweatpant you could wear everywhere you go. To a black tie affair? You betcha. To a restaurant? Sure. To your child's custody hearing? Why not? Here's what I love. They're the first sweats that have waist and inseam sizing. So whether you're short, tall, or somewhere in between, they fit perfectly. This is true. I had a favorite pair of sweatpants that always showed a little too much ankle. But I'm a prude, so I want to be more, you know, modest. These are finally a sweatpant that cover my ankle, so no weirdos get any ideas. And here's the great thing about all-day, everyday pants. They're amazing. I got them to wear around the house, but I like them so much, I wear them literally everywhere. I'm going to coffee shops. I'm going to the movies. I'm running errands in them. I'm going to the bar with my friends, and I don't have to change. And they're coming up to me, and they're like, oh, my God, is that a banana in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? I'm like, no, that's just the pants. They made my dick bigger. (laughs) Right now, for your two dads listeners, you got an exclusive offer. You go to publicrec.com slash two dads. That's the number two dads today. And you get 10% off your first pair of all day, everyday pants automatically applied at checkout. And here's another thing. You'll always get free U.S. shipping and free returns. Don't sleep on this rare opportunity to get a discount. That's publicrec.com slash two dads. The number two dads for 10% off. Welcome back. Today, my, my son pooped in the grossest thing I've ever seen. It was like just this ball. <laughs> and it was, it was, uh, it's, if anything, it should be why you don't bring a two and a half year old to Disney is they eat like shit and Ugh. then they poop balls. I'm, I'm terrified of like going to a crowded area with her like Disneyland. It's not... It's fun when they were like little, little, like little alien babies, like where they. You can just take them whenever they do whatever you say. Exactly. But it's not. She's kind of still in that phase. I love that phase because that phase, you really can just be like, hey, yeah, we're going to a beer garden. And it's like exciting and fun because they're. Uh, like a vessel. Right. An empty vessel. But now he has so many opinions about things and like. wants to do things like we went on like it's a small world and then he wanted to go on again and we were like we don't want to wait online for 35 yeah. minutes twice for this thing that's kind of racist yeah <laughs> like, that's true <laughs> i'm impressed he went once like yeah i'm always I, like i never feel like i want to lie to my kid but i know i'm just gonna be that parent that's like oh man 
It's closed. Yeah. I know all these people are waiting in line. They don't know yet. Yeah. We know. Yeah. We know information. Yeah. yeah, we Mickey called me. Mickey called me. Yeah. I put that on the daycare application. I know Mickey. He no. called me. No, I think he learned a lot of universal truths yesterday because he went on the teacup ride with my wife. And then after it, he wanted to go on the purple teacup because yeah. he was on the yellow one. He's like, I want to go on the purple one now. And my wife was like, you can't. Like, more people have to go on. And he was like. But I want to go on the purple one. Like, I don't think you're understanding. Like, we went on this one, and now I want to go on the purple one. My wife was like, no, we can't. And then he was and just like, like, oh, mom. <laughs> yeah, like, it truly was like, you're not understanding me. I want to go on the purple one. <laughs> so, to better understand me, I'm going to break down into oh, hysterics. It was tantrum. It was tantrum. It was crazy because I felt, I feel like every time you go to a public place, there's always one child doing a tantrum. Yeah. And yesterday was my son's day where he got to be. And I, you look around and you're like, yeah, don't judge me. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm. I feel that like I'm so. So next week we're going to Chicago, and it's the first time we're flying with her. And I'm like, she's so chill and she's so great. She'll be great at everything. And then like yesterday we took her to a couple like one year old birthday parties and she was already like doing like weird whiny things mm-hmm. where I'm like, not before a plane no, ride. No, well, no, no. One's gonna hate us. What, what, uh, what time are you flying? In the morning. Okay. Is that good? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. We got, we got into a groove this year with doing red eyes and just letting him oh. pass out. That's smart. That was the that's the best. I don't even know if that's right, but that is what what has worked for us. We're doing the opposite. The we're opposite. doing the extreme opposite, so we're fucked. I mean, there was a time when I thought all parents just gave babies Benadryl if they were sleeping on the plane. I was like, well, or Xanax. I was like, must to knock that kid yeah, out. No, we we have to like let him pass out. That's our whole like, yeah like agenda on a plane is yeah. like we the day of we like. We like run him into the ground where like we do all these things. Uh-huh. And then that night he's just so tired that he has to fall asleep. And that's a good idea. Yeah. So we just make her real tired. So you go in two seats, two seats, uh-huh. baby on lap. Right. Okay. And then just switch on and off. I think that's it. I think the key is just like get some rest and then pass it on. And yeah. Then, then the other person. The nursing thing, I'm still trying to figure out like do I, if I put like a, one of those like. I think I'll just put like one of those things over me. Like yeah, a I think just uh, like a full tent. Like a full tent. <laughs> yeah, you bring a whole tent <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. But do you want to answer a diaper bag question? Yes, of course I do. Okay, I'm not going to do the gross sound because Julian's not here. Again, Julian, you've made a valuable enemy. <laughs> Even though I was the one who created the gross sound. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. But our uh, diaper bag question comes from uh, someone on Twitter who I the handle has a lot of numbers, so I'm not going to read it, but his name is Dustin Diameter. Hi, uh, Dustin. Uh, and his question is, uh, what do you want your child to be when you grow up, and how can you make it happen? Which we kind of talked about a little bit with sports, but um, this is this is going to sound real cheesy, but it's very sincere. I I want my child to be happy. That's um, it. <laughs> I mean, I I say this as somebody who like went to my parents and was like, I want to go into comedy. And yeah. they were like, you can't do that, which I understand why they said that. Yeah, because um, they were right. Because they were right. <laughs> so I guess like the real practical term of that is like, I guess I don't want my, I would love for my daughter to not, to live in LA and not be an actor. Yeah, I mean, that is, 
the fear of raising a you know? LA baby is like really it's so intense in me. But it's but it is something too that it's like if she has a desire to do it and it really makes her happy and it's you know wh- who am I to like stand in the way? Yeah, but you live on the west side, so like most likely she's going to be like an agent or like a PR person. Yeah. Um. So growing up in LA, um, I would like for her to be you know happy or like um the CEO of SpaceX. You know, like uh, yeah. just one of those two. Yeah, I mean, like truly, like you know, she's the CEO of SpaceX. <laughs> she's not going to be happy. But, she's not going to be happy. <laughs> no, but she'll be rich. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. I like I, I I think it would be great for her to be like a comfy number three position anywhere she is. So she doesn't have all the responsibility. Oh, that's smart. You know what I mean? But she can be like, Ugh, I hate how things are run here too, you guys. I think that's always important to remember though, is that like yeah, I mean like it must be cool to have like Bill Gates be your kid. I but like, it's also yeah. cool to have Steve Ballmer be your kid. For sure. Yeah. He, I think it would be cooler for Steve Ballmer. Exactly. Like, the guy had none of the pressure Bill mm-hmm. Gates had. Like, got to just like, and then he gets on the Clippers. He gets on the Clippers. And he's so fun at press conferences. He is. I mean, he's probably a nightmare to work for, though. <laughs> if, if, if I'm really thinking about it. And to answer your question, Dustin, what I want my son to be is I want him to be the best professional athlete that sometimes <laughs> acts <laughs> like he doesn't need to be number one in the league but he definitely like, like a number three in the yeah, league though yeah like i want same like, page like kareem abdul jabbar that's great yeah. like, he's a great actor prof- professional athlete but i want my son to be better than that yeah. like oj simpson bad example but was a great athlete an okay actor probably the worst example i would yeah, say yeah <laughs> Well, I just want my son to be better than O.J. Okay, Simpson. if we're thinking about, like, athlete actors, I mean, LeBron's a good one. Oh, yeah, LeBron also does that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was in Trainwreck. He's going to be in Space Jam, too. Blake Griffin. is. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. The Big Show. The Big Show. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Oh, my God, there's so many. And I want my son to be better than all of them. <laughs> But, I, but O.J. Simpson was the first one you thought of. He was the second. <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> that's true. That's but fair. that's just because I love his writing on Veronica that's Mars. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danielle, is there anything you want to promote? Um, no. I don't, I don't know that I have anything to promote, really. Uh, the Solar Opposites. Yeah, that comes out in that 2020. That we both worked on. Yeah, it comes out in 2020 comes on Hulu. Comes out in 2020. All right, thank you, Danielle. This was really super fun. Yeah, thank please, you. please like and subscribe and whatever you do, leave a comment. Leave those nice comments. I saw one person responded to Julian's uh, request for a nice comment, so please keep leaving those and say, this week, if you listen to this episode, say, I like this show better when Sean hosts alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. Bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.